Welcome to the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast, the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast bringing awareness to African-American spirituality and a wide range of thought-provoking topics. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller. Before the show begins, make sure you're subscribed or following the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to upgrade the show, enhance our content, and most importantly, do what we love. You can use any link in the description to send your donation of love today. Now, let's start the show. Okay, we are here. Good evening and grand rising. We are here with another YouTube podcast live. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller tonight for Who Do and Chill the podcast live. Now, you guys know I have really been enjoying myself doing these live podcasts. I've really been enjoying myself getting here on YouTube and just broadcasting, talking to you guys tonight. But tonight, guys, we are discussing why should Black people work with the Catholic Saints? Now, if you have been following the Who Do and Chill podcast, you know that I've been doing a lot of podcasting on the Black Saints, their veneration, some of their life stories. I've even been talking about other saints who are not of African-American heritage or African any Black heritage at all. And just talking about the wonders of working with them. Why are we podcasting tonight? Because I've gotten a lot of backlash. I have gotten a lot of backlash, believe it or not. A lot of people are like, why would you be talking about us working with the saints? That's not traditional. That's not correlated with the practice. I could never do that. Okay, that's totally fine. But tonight, we're going to talk about if you should, why you shouldn't. And I wanted to bring a different type of guest on the podcast. Hank, you are my very first Caucasian descent a person <laughs> on my podcast and i'm excited for this tonight this is going to be so this is going to be without further ado i'm going to go ahead and let our guest of the show tonight mr hank russell introduce himself well hello yes well i'm honored feels feels like i'm at a deaf comedy jam when the first white comic was out there so you know then... wait stop the show i know he did not just say i feel like i'm at a deaf comedy jam What's up, everybody? It is me, Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller for this evening on the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast, The Hoodoo and Chill Podcast. So, guys, ladies, gentlemen, they, them, those in between, everyone, I want you all to know that this is a different style of podcast that I'm doing tonight, okay? So, I don't want anyone to think that I set this person up coming on my show. I want to explain myself before you guys hear the rest of this interview. I invited Mr. Hank to come on our show to, to discuss working with the saints. Okay. Working with why black, he feels like black people should work with the saints and he is a white guy. Okay. I'm going to forewarn you. This interview is slightly cringy. It's definitely going to go left. All right. Um, you guys will probably be exposed to a side of myself that you've never seen before on this podcast, but I want you all to hear this interview out anyway. 
okay i'll be back if you can get through this please stick through this i'll be back but this is not this is a pleasure to be here thank you sir it is i cannot um i can't even like express how much i appreciate you bringing me on here for this type of discussion well i appreciate you being open to having this type of discussion with me um you know i'm gonna be real with you some of the questions might be a little bit uncomfortable um maybe even a little bit triggering but that's totally fine uh this podcast is all about love we respect any of our guests who come on this podcast so if you're listening you yourself may potentially be a guest on the who doing chill podcast i typically love to bring people who are fans of the show on the show i think you guys i think that those are our best guests you have to be a fan of the show or at least listen to it and you know to be on here with us today so hank before we even get started right I'm pretty sure that my audience is wondering, and just to let you know, we are listened to in at least 91 different countries, okay, where this is, the YouTube thing is new, but we've been around on these podcast streets for a while, okay, so we are listening to in 91 different countries, so to the fans and the audience of the Hoodoo and Chill podcast, why or what makes you qualified to have this conversation with me? Well, first of all, my roots, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. So my roots are, you know, the Memphis is not considered like the prime Delta, but I'm, you know, Mississippi is only like what, 25 minutes away, depending on how fast you drive. And, you know, North Mississippi is definitely like the prime of like hoodoo practice and, you know, spirituality, you know, whether not just hoodoo, but like paganism and, you know, um, you know, hoodoo Christians. And, and a lot of that is rooted from slavery, which is where a lot of people learned it from and i studied it well i've studied it for you know well over you know it's been so i mean forever man and the thing about it is is that it interested me or it interests me and then it also i found out that it was practical for everybody you know and because i was thinking okay as a caucasian male i'm like as a white dude is it is it practical can i use it and with all my research yes wrong 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 no you cannot use it just because you're white and just because you're a male and no it is not practical to everyone back to the show and i'm not i'm not alone in this there's a famous book author uh, he's apparently not that famous because i forgot his name but i saw him speak one time and his is about hoodoo practices and he actually went out of his way to go to africa like five or six times to actually you know go where the origins are of it and so to me like i have been studying it so long and you know i teach people even like 90 percent of my audience is african-american women and you know the other 10 percent is like men and caucasian so i mean it is for everybody but obviously if you have roots in it then you probably know who's going to probably study it more which is which is generally african-american black folks so before we even get into the topic on discussion, like, let's just start there, right? Because there are so many people that are listening to this and that are probably going to watch this that are going to disagree with everything that you just said. Um, and to be respectfully honest with you, there is a portion of that that I do, dis- two portions of it that I do disagree with myself, you know? Um, so there are people that's going to listen to this and they're going to say, well, I don't think that hoodoo is an open practice. There are going to be some people who truly believe that this is something that's truly 
solely only for African-Americans and that if you're not African-American, that you shouldn't be touching this because this is a tradition that was birthed out of a lot of trauma, was birthed out of a lot of tears, was birthed off the sweats, the backs of our ancestors. So the first thing is there are going to be people that's going to disagree with you about that. So I would like to hear what you like to think about that first. But then the other portion of it, the other portion of it, too, is um, and I guess this is probably where and maybe you can enlighten me on this, too, where a lot of other people will disagree with you, too, as far as just like being Caucasian and actually teaching it to other people. Um, I'm myself that does believe because I do have people in my group that are Caucasian that we do train to be practitioners. But as far as teaching it. I've always been a little bit on the fence about that, not saying that there haven't been a lot of uh, practitioners who were white and did teach it, but I've always kind of been on the fence about it because I'm just like, there are certain things with this that I do feel like you have to be black to understand. So I just would like to know, like, where do you stand or how do you feel about that? Well, you know, to kind of the snowball, the first question, you know, I I think that people people understand that the practice back then, especially like we'll go with the you know, the, like the, how long was slavery in America? Like, you know, as far as this prime and stuff like that. And let's just put a big round number on it, like the 1800s. I mean, what, what was the purpose of them doing these practices so they could overcome, so they can, you know, improve quality of life under these messed up circumstances. And the thing about it is, is that it's for the downtrodden, so to speak. And to, and you know, yes, like high John the Conqueror, you know, he was, he, his, his biggest thing was, is that he was, you know, he was a slave and he was, and one of the things he did was, is that he didn't use violence to get out of his situation. He used his wit and his gift of gab. And that's why a lot of people like will rub, if you ever seen the movie, he got game, you know, a lot of people will rub, you know, hide on the conquer oil on their forearms or around their neck and stuff like that to get that sort of mojo going and being able to do that. And so, you know, that's the long-winded answer. And the short answer is, is that it really is more about the downtrodden. Because if this had ha- if, if things had been switched, then where would the where would you go to as far as Caucasians go? I mean, you know, I don't I don't study I don't study like necessarily just one thing. I study it all. And you know, I stu- I used I John the Cocker when I need him for situations, and it has worked. And that's that. That's my opinion for like, and what I feel is that it's more f- about the downtrodden and the lowest common denominator rather than you know not your natural race. Okay, so of course I'm gonna have to respect your answer. You know, um, we don't always have to agree on everything about that. I'm gonna right. be honest. That's a that's a and, lot of people that's and, not gonna agree with you on that. Right. You know? Well. Nothing, nothing I'm going to say is gospel, so to speak, all right. the time. I mean, it's an opinion, you know, we have to understand, you know, and I will repeat this a hundred times, you know, spirituality is not a logical thing to study. You know, there is no logic behind it. And everything that I'm saying is based upon what I have experienced myself and what I have studied. Not necessarily like a fact, you know, people like to throw out that word facts, but that's not, that's not the case. I'm Hank, I love you and I love you for being so brave today to even have this conversation with me. Oh, I love man. you so much, like because we're gonna get <laughs> deep into this, but I feel like oh, we have to get you. we gotta get through this hump first because I feel like people need to know who you are. 
um, so they can really digest this information. All, honestly, guys, when it's about religious theology, um, we don't have to agree. We just have to learn each other's opinions and respect each other's opinions, whether you agree with it or not. And honestly, I think this is dynamic to have you on the show today because there are, I, I, I don't think that I've actually ever heard an interview like this before, you know, from a black kudu practitioner and with a white practitioner of this arts. And of course, I don't just study this too. I study a, a plethora of different things too, but I think it's good that we can have this open dialogue because a lot of people really want to know, but are scared to just go to the source. So, you know, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the topic at hand tonight as it relates to the saints. And I think how we opened this up was just so perfectly was so perfect because there's this conversation in the Hudu community where mm-hmm. they feel like a lot of people feel like, you know, white people who practice Hudu are taken and why can't you just, you know, stick with your own traditions and things of that nature. But I think a lot of people are unaware of the intermingling that did happen in the Hoodoo tradition not only with Caucasians, but with the Native Americans as well, which is why we have this gumbo pot of a religion. As it relates to the saints, why do you think Black people have such an apprehension to working with these Catholic deities? Because Ever since I have done this podcast on the saints, just my first episode, literally, I've gotten a lot of backlash from people and I couldn't really understand why, because historically there were practitioners who did use the saints. So just from your opinion, why do you think that is that, that, you know, we're apprehensive to that? Well, the biased answer or the biased answer or the the easy answer is, is because simply because they feel like that they are Caucasian and that they're not theirs. That's, that's the short answer. You know, the, the long answer kind of incites with the short answer. I'm trying, I'm trying to think how to explain it. You know, well, I'm trying to think how to explain it, why they're so apprehensive, because there's not a whole lot of study behind it. You know, all right. A lot of the saints are generally coming from, you know, the Catholic religion, you know, or at least that's the ones that kind of preach on it the most is saint, you know, of the saints, not a whole lot of African-Americans or black folks in general around the world study Catholicism. Meanwhile, they're not understanding that the saints are basically, you know, they're for everybody and they don't necessarily all resonate with Catholicism. In fact, you don't have to be part of Catholicism to study these saints. You know, who's the saint you got behind you? St. Francis. See, yeah. think about St. You know, think about St. Francis or St. Jude. You know, St. Jude's probably the most famous because of the hospital, you know, the one of lost hope and the, our Oh, what I forget the expression lost hope or the hopeless, uh, you know, the, you know, and meanwhile, that, that saint has always been represented, whether, you know, no matter what the situation or circumstances you're in or who you are and has very little to do with spiritual, uh, the spiritual point of Catholicism. So I know that's the, I know it's a little bit long winded answer, but People don't understand. People associate it with Catholicism, so they automatically think, "Well, I'm black, so I don't. This has nothing to do with me. These saints have nothing to do with me." There is no, there is no bias towards one race when it comes to these, you know, 
when it comes to these saints. And there's, God, there's dozens of them. You know, I've got the book, you know, uh, Touched by Angels. It's got dozens of saints in it. See, and it's crazy. I'm going to be honest with you. So my opinion is I think that most of the apprehension is from the North American, African-American community. Because saint worship is, well, there are a lot of black Catholics, to be honest with you. In fact, my grandfather that just passed away, he was raised Catholic. Mm. So I think it really just depends upon like where you're from. But if we were to go to the South Americas, where there is a heavy population of black people of African descent, it's in the culture to venerate the saints, whether they're black, whether they're white, whether they're. And that's I think that's another a lot of things people don't understand, too is that the saints are of all races. Like, we, can we just start there? That there are saints that are white, that are black, that are Asian, you know, of, they're of every, every single race. I think the first misconception that many people have is that all of the saints are Caucasian, just because mm-hmm. when you think Catholicism, you all automatically arbitrate that to just something that's very Eurocentric. Yeah. I, for me, I think my theory is that this is very much a North American concept um, because in South America, you see a lot of black people working with saints and they have them all in their house because Catholicism is just yeah. a part of the culture, you know? Right. Well, I mean, let's get it out the way. I mean, there are no full blooded Caucasian, you know, saints in my, you know, at least from my study. You know, there's, I, unless I'm missing something, I can't imagine any of them being Caucasian at that point. Well, Joan no. of Arc, she's from, you know, France. She's, a saint. She was canonized as a saint. She's white. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't study Joan. I've never studied Joan of Arc. I've seen movies, but as far as her being a saint, I didn't know that. Okay, so this is where it really starts to go left for me because I'm just thinking in my head, how do you come on this show saying that you talk, you are gonna talk about saints, you're gonna tell black people about why we should work with saints, but you don't know that Joan of Arc is a saint as well as a hoodoo saint, and you just gave us a whole dissertation as to why you're qualified to work in hoodoo. Okay. We're not even going to mention the whole comment about the saints not being Caucasian and Joan of Arc very much was a white girl from France. But back to the show. So see what I'm saying? You learn something. You you never stop studying and learning and realizing that, you know, I, I bet you if you were to look at Joan of Arc, it would probably be what? Overcoming? Is that what is that what her but she's be? more like a saint of like dominance and she is one of the hoodoo saints. I think I think her story is really cool. It's like, but she is a white girl straight out of France. So, you know, she definitely does. She is she's white, you know, but she's like more like a more like a saint of dominance more so than anything else. Right. I mean, who, who says like I said, I mean, and who's to say that she's not meant for everybody that wants to uh, you know, to call on her? Who's to say that? I mean, why why would why does it matter what you look like or what your, you know, descendant or origins are of it? I can't imagine. I can't imagine not being able to use something just because, you know, we were all born differently. What do you think about this? Now, my next question is, I also think a lot of the apprehension that black people have as it relates to this is because. Let's be honest, a lot of these religions were forced upon 
indigenous people. Catholicism included. A lot of territories, a lot of lands were taken from indigenous people, black people, just in the name of Catholicism, in the name of saints, in the name of all sorts of things that were related to Abrahamic religions. I truly believe, too, that when you bring up the saints and just bring up venerating them, that it does trigger people because they automatically arbitrate this to being like, oh, this is something that has to be forced on me, or this is something that was forced on my people. Now that I'm in a space where I don't have to do this, I'm not going to do this. How do you think we are able to get past that to see the benefit of actually working with the saints? Because 160 years ago or 70 years ago, however long it was, it was, it was served differently. You know, you had a pastor, you know, they had a pastor that was a slaver or even, a pastor that was a slave and he was forced and he was forced to only read certain books of the Bible. They didn't read about triumph and didn't read about, you know, how to be able to deal with your enemies. Those things were not educated. See, you can serve pizza, but if you only put cheese on it and, you know, meanwhile, there's other, there's other flavors you can put on top of the pizza toppings or whatever. And, that's the problem, though, that's always been held back. So just because you felt like it was forced on you, you were just forced the wrong thing. You know, you should have gotten organic chicken as opposed to this poison chicken. That's all it is. You know, people but how manipulate. Do you think, but how do you think someone can look past that, though? Because historically, Christianity and Catholicism was forced. It was. Yes. You know, but yes, so how can if, if, if you if I were your student, right? And I'm mm-hmm. black and I want to, and I'm having this apprehension of working with the saints because of that. What would you say to me? I would say take, I would say, obviously, for lack of a better term, I'm not going to say get over it. That's, you know, that that's a terrible way to say it. You know, we all know how that argument is going to end. I would say move forward. You know, like when you're, when you're looking at one of the biggest things to be successful in life is to be present. And part, and that's what I would say is be present. Now that you're present, study what it is that you were neglected 170 years ago. Okay. That's where it comes from. This, this, the saints and the Bible and every form of spirituality that was uh, forced on you can now be interpreted correctly through your own research. That's what I would say. I would say try to be present in the, the mindset. And then do your research. Or you could go to practitioners that understand this, like my, like you and myself. What's up, family? It's Papa Seer, your favorite podcast host of the number one hoodoo-based podcast and spirituality-based podcast wherever you get your podcast. If you haven't taken the time yet, please make sure that you follow the podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple or wherever you can leave a comment, leave us a five-star rating with a comment that really helps the podcast in more ways than you can believe, and it's totally free. But I just want to remind everyone that while this is free content, the Who Do and Chill podcast, we thrive and we survive on donations of love. If you have it, if you feel it in your heart to send us a donation of love, we thank you and we pray that whatever you send, it is reciprocated to you three times over. We want to keep this content alive and we want to promote posting this content more regularly. So again, donations of love keep our podcast alive. 
comments, five stars, take us to heights that you wouldn't even believe. And we need your love and we need your support. Please use one of the links in the podcast description to send your donation of love. And we graciously thank you all for everything that you do to keep the Hoodoo and Chill podcast on air. Now, back to the show. I like that last part that you said. And I think a lot of us, and and to me, this is how I look at it. I look at it kind of like as like taking back something that was forced upon you, but like kind of like taking it into your own home, into your own Mm -hmm. hands. And whether you want to believe it or not, and I'm just speaking to my people right now, like there, there are breaking chains in that, you know? Um, and for me, I saw that just through working with St. Francis and just the way that he appeared to me and just knowing his life story. I think too, a lot of us skip over the history of these saints. And what really brings me close to them is a lot of them went through a lot of the same turmoil that our people did. I think before we cast it out and you could honestly say that this isn't for you, maybe just do a lot of history or just even read up on a few of the stories that were in alignment with these saints. A lot of them were martyred. A lot of them might have been slaves themselves. A lot of them went through very tumultuous lives just due to, you know, the environment that they were forced upon. And even through that, they were still able to find salvation. They were able to still find faith. And that story is very similar to a lot of things that we've experienced in our own culture. So Mm -hmm. what would you say to that as far as just the similarities in the life stories, a lot of the martyrdom um, that are associated with the lives of the saints? The one thing I will say about the saints is that you mentioned Joan of Arc earlier, right? Right. Who was, who was, in fact, on this planet, correct? The saints are no different than us in many aspects. You know, you have, like, if you're looking for, like, you know, like like a healing and stuff like that, you think that the saint maybe cannot relate to you and not want to give you what you want? No, because they were in the, they, were, they, could, they either were or knew somebody that was in the same amount of pain that you are now. So the saints are no different than us in many aspects. Deity and you know, and if you want to go past saints, deities, you know, mythical creatures and stuff like that, they're all, you know, they can they can be either as good as they want to be or they can be just as petty as us. And I think that's one thing I like about the saints is because through just through my own experience, I have not seen any like pettiness or anything um, as it relates to the saints. Like St. Francis has been amazing um, to me and those who've been in my family, St. Francis has truly been amazing. So I think one thing for me that I've been able to look through that's been on my journey that I've been able to look past Mm -hmm. is just the color, to be honest with you. Um, I think a lot of us bring too much of our own traumas to our own spiritual journeys, color and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. And we shouldn't do that. And I think if we're able to look past that, then we're able to see the beauty of working with the saints. I think St. Francis is awesome. And if you are someone who needs someone to look like you, or if you need a saint or you would prefer saint that's relatable to you, there are so many, like I said, they, they, they're not restricted to race. You know, so whether you are one of my Asian listeners, there are Asian saints. Whether you're one of my Hispanic listeners, there are many Hispanic saints. Whether you are one of my Black listeners, if you continue to listen, we will continue to do a showcase on all of the Black saints or at least some of them. So 
I I love what you said just about um not allowing yourself to digest the toxicity of it and just mm-hmm. being able to take it into your own hands. So yeah. Well, and I'll capitalize on that real quick. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm a huge John Moran fan, being from Memphis. I love John Morant. If I could have any basketball style in the world, it's John Morant. And I look up to him. Do I look anything like John Morant? I do not. And I believe that John Morant could teach me to play basketball if I was in better shape and would be the best forward in the league. Same thing with the Saints. You know, we have to get off the, get away from being hooked on like what the looks are. You know, who is the most qualified to talk to? Who is the most qualified to, get you the, to put you in the position that you want to be you know i told you i used your high john the conqueror no sir you are exploiting high john the conqueror how dare you i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry y'all back to the show i'm done i look like do i even remotely look like high john the conqueror no i do not but his abilities are insanely great you know if you use him properly and i love it and I have nothing in common with John, the High John the Conqueror, as far as his slavery struggles goes. But I do know what it's like to be put in a situation that I need to get myself out of. So now I just want to say this is where I attempt to close the in- interview out respectfully because I it wasn't going anywhere. And honestly, I was a little offended with the whole I use High John the Conqueror. First of all, we work with spirits; we don't use them. Secondly white people nothing against you all but how do you feel comfortable as a white person using the spirit of a slave a black slave i'm just i just i can't conceptualize that like how do you even feel comfortable using because i'm using the word that he said what he said using the spirit of a slave that just makes no sense to me it's it's, it's actually kind of sick but anyway back to the show this is where it goes left well, Hank, thank you so much. I think this was awesome. And before we go ahead and um, close out, was there any closing words that you had? Honestly, um, no, no. I thought we, uh, you know, it's just been, it's been fun, you know, because I appreciate this. The I don't, I don't know. I didn't step on any toes, did I? Did I step on your toes? No, you didn't step on my toes. No, 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 no. Because no. I, I was, wor- I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bit worried. I was a little worried at first that I was going to get, like, we were going to get too controversial. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to, pr- believe me, in, in conclusion, I mean, whatever it is that you're trying to do, you know, use your wisdom and understand that it's all about creating better quality of life. You know, that's the, pr- that's the biggest conclusion. Why do we study things that we do, the spirituality and stuff like that? We don't necessarily have to. You can't make me do nothing but stay Caucasian and die. But the thing about it is, is that I my hope is that whatever it is that I study will help me improve quality of life. And I'm hoping... I, to, go ahead. No, I was going to say I appreciate you um, because I wanted to just... I think sometimes a lot of times we have opinions, but we never go to the source. Um, Mm. I feel like a lot of us have opinions as it relates to white people, but we don't really just sit down and say like, how do you feel about this? Let's just pull up and just see what it is. You know what I'm And and I appreciate your courage for coming here to do this with me today. Oh, you know, I I can only imagine. 
So, oh, bro. Oh, bro. Yeah. I, I have no problem because, you know, I, I, I'm, believe me, even though I study spirituality, I'm a man of logic. You know, lo- logically speaking, you have to be able to use your common sense and understand that and, and take away your biased opinions and your, your negative connotations about things and understand that we are all in this together, whether you like it or not. We are all in this together. What does that have to, you know, what is, I, I understand that, you know, yes, African-Americans have had a downtrodden, you know, you know, experience in this country, but, you know, you have to trust the process, even if it takes decades, you know, I mean, look at it. Would you rather, like people complain a lot nowadays, but if you really like take an attitude of gratitude, would you really want to be where we were at 70 years ago? No. Not in a heartbeat. I mean, honestly, I don't think that we've come too far, to be honest with you. But to be to be real, this is why I truly built the like. I applaud you for coming here today to like have this discussion oh with me because I don't think many people would have. So let me just give you an no, effort for no. that. But this is one of the reasons why I I truly do believe that like a lot of times that who do things like this it really as it relates to black people it needs to come from us to other black people because there's just certain things that i don't think that white people can elate to us but just because this experience is not there you know so like i don't even really think a white person can really say why another black person should work with the catholic saying i'm just gonna be honest with you on that right um I realize it's probably not my place to tell the African American community or black folks in this country to what it is that they need to do to obtain things. My heart is in the place of always trying to help others. And if it comes off like if it ever comes off like that, it's like I'm trying to tell you know black folks what to do. That's not the case. I mean, my thing is, is that I, if I read enough of the knowledge and able to preach it out, but then I don't, then that's the bigger sin. That is the bigger sin if I withhold the information while somebody else who, while, you know, person B, who's never read it, who knows very little about it, not their fault. And they and they are not able to obtain it. But I do Then it to me, it's the bigger sin not to preach it. And I have to. And if I can risk, you know, my status as a person in order to help others, then I'm willing to do it. I promise you I am. Well, again, I do appreciate you for coming, Hank, um, and for doing this interview with me. And as always, it was a pleasure. Okay. But anyway, we're not going to end this live tonight. I'm going to go ahead and keep on with what I got to say tonight. So that was awesome, you know. And I did an interview for y'all because I wanted to just have the conversation. I really just wanted to just get from the lips of another white person just if they could break it down but obviously they can't you know um it is what it is and this is why i always say i just think that as it relates to hoodoo conjure and root work it really just needs to be taught by other black people i'm one of those people who don't feel like white people shouldn't enjoy the practice but i do feel like as it relates to teaching only black people should be teaching other black people who do conjure 
and root work because there are just certain things with this practice that only we're going to understand there are certain things in this practice that only our ancestors our ancestors are only going to understand that there's only certain things in this practice that only another black person can say to another black person about something that comes from us hey hoodoo is not a open practice okay let's just start there it is not for everybody so for those of y'all that's in your minds thinking that it is for everybody, it is not, okay? This is a practice that is created by Black people and 100% for Black people. Do we have a problem with white people using it? I don't. Hey, it is what it is. You've used it since whatever and used everything else. So it really doesn't matter to me. But I don't feel like white people should be teaching it at all in any fashion, in any way, in any way whatsoever. Because as we just as we just witnessed, as it comes to breaking down something that's meaningful to black people white people can't do it i'm sorry and i'm not trying to bash y'all but again you just can't do it you have to you know i love hank and i don't have a problem with hank shout out to hank i think hank is an awesome person i give him an a for effort many white people wouldn't even have came on here to even attempt to do this interview with me but hank had balls he had you know he had cojones he at least tried you know but it's just something and i hope that he learns from this experience that you know at the same time like maybe teaching this is just not a lane for you or for any white person you know you really need to leave it to the people from which this comes from now what can i say to my people as it relates to who do conjure work and working with the saints i still think you should if you don't want to I don't disagree with you in any type of way. You know, let's talk about it for a second, right? These religions were forced upon us. They were forced upon us. Yes, I sure do got this saint sitting right here on my altar, but this saint has done amazing things for me, amazing things for members of my family and my spiritual family. So I'm not gonna work, not work with the spirit that wants to work with me, but I can acknowledge my people in how you guys feel as it relates to not wanting to work with a face that has been a face of oppression, has been a face of colonization, has been a face of just like all kinds of slavery of not only the mind, but of religion, of theology and of many things. And I think that's the problem that white people don't understand as it relates to black people not wanting to work with the saints. It's not that they have a problem with working with the saints, it's just that so much stuff has been forced on us constantly, consistently. It's like, do I have to do this too? Do I really have to sit here and worship another white man or another white woman because we're pretty much already doing it every day and in our own lives? You feel me? You know what I'm trying to say? So I think that's the portion of this that they just don't get. And why I say again, y'all don't need to teach who do. But at the end of the day, when it comes to breaking down something that means something to us, when it comes to breaking down something that's meaningful and relatable to us, you can't do it. So are you really teaching hoodoo? Are you really teaching hoodoo? Or are you sitting there just regurgitating spells? And this, and this is why people get so pissed off about it, because it's like... You can sit there and sell the spells. You can sit there and sell the work, but you can't sit there and sell the soul of this. You can't sit there and sell the realness of this. You cannot sit there and really get on the level of us when it comes to our ancestors because you just don't get it. But back to the saints, though. How can you get past this? Me, I personally feel like it's just taking back power. I mean, shit, as we just seen they use our practice and don't understand it you know i love hank but i can sit there and i will tell him like you know 
you don't understand hoodoo 100%. You don't. You don't. You know, and I, I, there's nothing. He going to see this. I don't care. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Hank. Shout out to Hank. You know, but you don't understand this to be teaching it. So if it's okay and that door is open for that, then why are you guys scared to take something that was for them? Because St. Francis has worked for me. <laughs> okay, St. Expedite works. St. Jude works. All of the rest of those saints work. And guess what? They don't care what color, what creed, what race you are. And shout out to the blank black saints too, because they work just as well too. And I really need to go get me a St. Martin de Porres statue. I want a big one. I want a big one. I want a St. Paquita picture. A really nice big one. And I want a big old St. Martin de Porres statue on y'all. I'm, I'm talking about, I want a big one. If any of my followers love me, if y'all want to, if anyone would love to bless me with the St. Martin de Porres statue, please email me. Okay, for my uh, shipping address at seerbeo at hoodooconjurework.com or info at hoodooconjurework.com. That would just really make my day. But I, I really want me a St. Martin that bought a statue. Anyway, y'all, I think that it just really boils down to the practitioner. What feels right to you? Do you feel right working with this saint or you don't? If you cannot get past the hurt, the pain, the tragedy, I'm not going to fight with you there. Because it's something that needs to be acknowledged and it's truly something that some of us just can't get past. And I don't feel like you should be forced in a space where you have to, you know. But for those of you who do feel a pull to the saints, those of you who are intrigued by the What's up, family? It's Papa Seer, your favorite podcast host of the number one hoodoo-based podcast and spirituality-based podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't taken the time yet, please make sure that you follow the podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple or wherever you can leave a comment, leave us a five-star rating with a comment that really helps the podcast in more ways than you can believe, and it's totally free. But I just want to remind everyone that while this is free content, the Hoodoo and Chill podcast, we thrive and we survive on donations of love. If you have it, if you feel it in your heart to send us a donation of love, we thank you and we pray that whatever you send, it is reciprocated to you three times over. We want to keep this content alive and we want to promote posting this content more regularly. So again, donations of love keep our podcast alive. Comments, five stars, take us to heights that you wouldn't even believe and we need your love and we need your support. Please use one of the links in the podcast description to send your donation of love. And we graciously thank you all for everything that you do to keep the Hoodoo and Chill podcast on air. Now, back to the show. The Saints, I say give it a shot. Reach out. If they're reaching out to you, give it a shot. Because only the only thing they come with is blessings. They are not petty like the deities. They do not act all humanly and childlike like some of our ancestors can or even like some of our you know other deities can they're not like that they're more angelic and like i said if you want a saint that looks like you there are saints of all races find one that looks like you or let allow one pray and ask for the roads to be open for a saint of your race to to come and find you that's what you're looking for you know there are so many you know our lady de regla our lady de canaria um saint martin de porres saint vaquita <laughs> I mean, there, 
there are multiple. So, you know, there may, there is not a lot. I'm not going to sit there and cap with you like it's so many, but there are enough that you can get started or add to your spiritual court or your pantheon of spirits that you currently already work with. And if it's something that you don't feel comfortable with, hey, guess what? I stand with you. If, if anybody stands with you, Papa Seer definitely stands with you. Okay. I understand why you don't. And last but not least, if yo, if you learning hoodoo from a white person, you tripping. You need to stop. Like, you, you need to stop. You you need you 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 need to go find you somebody that looks like you to learn from. Because where they may be giving you spells and workings and all of that type of stuff, when it gets to something that's gonna trigger your soul, your spirit, they're not gonna be able to offer you anything. And I'm not saying that to downplay anybody but I'm keeping it real they're not going to be able to offer you anything we you know it is what it is and I don't feel like nobody should feel offended by that I don't feel like anybody should feel take that any type of way I think we all need to know where our place is you are not going to see me out here talking about Celtic magic and how to go work with the I was getting ready to cuss I can't just and you're not going to hear me out here teaching about Celtic magic and how to go work with the Fae and all of that type of stuff that's not correlated with my bloodline specifically or something that I don't know about, culture that I wasn't raised in. You know, every race has their own trials and tribulations and certain things that have happened to that people. I don't know the struggles of white people. So I cannot teach you a religion that's for white people and when it comes to y'all struggles, and I don't, I, I'm a black man. I cannot tell you how that's going to relate to you. You know what I'm trying to say? So when y'all try to take on our stuff, take on our religions and try to regurgitate it to us. And then when it comes to a place where it's going to be something meaningful and triggering to us, you have nothing for us. And this is what we be trying to tell y'all. Just stop. Just stop it. Because... You know, we're at a day and age now where it's it's just making you look bad. It just makes you look bad. So I be saying this to y'all to help you because I like you. I don't have a problem with white people, but I'm just like, know your place because we know ours. We know what's for us, where we don't need to be trying to sell it and stuff like that. And I just think it needs to be the same thing for y'all too. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's, it is what it is. So love and light, everybody. Shout out to Hoodoo and Chill if you are with me tonight go and raise your glass go ahead and raise your glass whether it's water wine cognac and or florida water please don't drink the florida water just rub it on yourself a little bit you are here with me papa sear on the hoodoo and chill and if you're still here with me i love you for that as always my people please check out the hoodoo conjure work.com website as always my people Thank you so much for listening to the Hoodoo and Chill podcast, where we shall bring you interviews, concepts, spirituality from all levels. And guess what? I'm always going to make sure that it's hot and it's juicy for you guys. I cannot wait to see how this YouTube channel is going to grow. I cannot wait to keep on bringing guests on here. I cannot wait to keep on growing this for you all. This is something that I really, truly love to do. Okay. So love and light to everybody out there tonight. I know that it's... um sunday night and with that my people you are blessed your bloodline is divine you come from the best of the best i send you out in love peace prosperity a lot of love most importantly peace and prosperity 
I bless your hands. May they be like the Midas touch as if they were gold. May everything that you touch materialize and manifest as, as if it were gold. And with that, my people, I release you into the atmosphere. I will catch you on the next episode of Hoodoo and Chill with Papa Seer. Thanks for listening to the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know how much you enjoyed the show. As always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to enhance our content. Please use one of the donation links in the description to send a donation of love today. And we'll see you on the next episode of Hoodoo and Chill.